T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And by the way, I saw Keith McPherson's rap. Uh, go for Friday night opening up his show. Not too bad, eh? Uh, very good, but I mean, you know, written. So, well, you guys are like all challenging me. Why don't you do a freestyle rap like you did back in the day? And I'm like, yeah, maybe I will, maybe I won't. But that was awesome. But it wasn't freestyle. Really? Yeah, you didn't take shots at that? Oh, can no. You? I, by the way, I didn't take a shot. I thought it was. Well, you basically I thought he had some really good bars. You're basically saying, yeah, it was pre-written. No, he wrote it down no. ahead of time. You guys were all challenging me, like, well, why I, don't you do some freestyle rapping? Well, and I'm like, I will, but he didn't. How would you describe <laughs> what he did? Just a regular rap that yeah. he wrote out? Yeah. Okay, big shot. Then do that. Uh, okay. I will. Okay, go ahead. I'll do it tomorrow. Let's see what it sounds like. Let's I'll see if it's any good. I'll write it tonight. I'll do it tomorrow. Can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. Piece of cake, by the way. But I thought uh, he was very good at it. Yeah, it was tremendous. And I thought all the hate coming his way are from people just don't get it or they're racist. (laughs) What? Yeah, either we have a really racist audience or people just want to bust balls because he's able to do something that y'all can't do. Oh, I couldn't do that. But I thought thought the bars were really, really good. And you know who else else can't do that? Who? You. I'll do it tomorrow. Go ahead. I got no problem. I can't wait. What what time? So I can write it down. You do whatever time you want me to do. Five o'clock, six o'clock, four o'clock. You're saving it for five. Whatever time you want. All right. Don't matter to me. Look, if you need to buy more time and make it five o'clock, okay. I'll write it tonight. I'll perform it tomorrow. Right. Uh, you tell me when you want And me then to we'll post the videos remember, side by side. We'll I'm, I'm the resident rap laureate. Not anymore, you ain't. Okay, fine. You want a rap battle? I'm, I'm all good to go. <laughs> remember, I was doing it when he was in high school. What does that mean? That just means you're like, old. You, you think the old man can't come out of retirement and drop some bars on this radio station? Wrong, sir, because I can. As you'll see tonight, <laughs> just because you've got a great yeah. resume doesn't mean you could do it when you're old and washed Is that up. a knock on Tom Brady? You're damn right it is. You think the Dallas Cowboys win, don't you? I, I don't think they win. I think they kill them. I think oh, they crush oh, them tonight. Blowout, blowout city, huh? I do. All right. Well, we'll get to that game. You guys will make a pick on in a couple hours. Here is uh, obviously the celebration today, the excitement today. Well-deserved. Uh, all belongs to the New York Giants. And you know what? You don't want, you don't want to get a little cocky. You don't want to gloat too much because you got a real tough test coming up against Philly. But I think today there, and tomorrow you should be able to enjoy it. There's a, there's a point after a playoff win where you should be able to just look around, smile, and enjoy yourself and not freak about freak out about what's next. Um, That's my biggest failure as a sports enough. fan. I always I think, always tell you never live in the moment. No, you're right. Yep. And you're right. Like I admit that there needs to be a moment. Maybe it's a day, maybe it's two days. Whereas a giant fan, don't even think about Philadelphia. Well, I'll tell you what. Don't I mean, get crazy about Jalen Hurts. We got a lot of time for that. For now, 
Think about the fact that Justin Jefferson, the best wide receiver in the NFL, was held to 47 yards receiving, only 17 after the opening drive. Only one catch in the whole second Think half. to yourself that Daniel Jones was responsible for 300 yards passing, 80 yards rushing, threw two touchdowns, and put together a spectacular playoff debut, something that Eli Manning didn't do. Something that Phil Simms didn't even do. Nobody was as good as Daniel Jones in his first playoff game as Daniel Jones in Giant history. Giants had 430 yards. He had 380 of it. Like, And everyone wants to talk uh, about how Kirk Cousins killed the Vikings with that last drive. And that wasn't good. But the reason the Vikings lost is that their defense let the New York Giants roll a 430 on them. Yeah. Like the Giants, check how many times this year the Giants offense put a 430 burger on somebody. It ain't a lot, well, also, if at all. Think about this, Craig. The New York Giants, take away the last drive of the first half because okay. time is running Fair out. Enough, yep. They had seven drives in this game. They scored on five of them. Right. And one right. of them was the drive where Darius Slayton dropped a wide-open third-down conversion where they would have run the clock out. I mean, he might so, have scored on that. So the Vikings essentially stopped the New York Giants one time. Yeah, that's like, right. Let, let that go through your head a little bit. One time when Daniil Hunter beat Evan Neal for a sack on third down, and that was it. Outside of that, the New York Giants were never stopped yeah. by the Minnesota Vikings defense. No, listen, and that's the momentum you take in. I'll tell you, the best video I saw of your Giant fan was the plane ride home in which you think that the celebration in the locker room extends to the plane and the guys are dancing and having a good time and playing cards or whatever you do on a plane, right? Saquon Barkley, we're looking at film. How about that? Did you see what Evan Neal was looking at? Uh, was it porn? It was a burger, and he was hungry. <laughs> and they were mocking him, like, wow. oh, you're going to town on that burger. And he looks up, like, and he's like... I'm hungry. If you're Evan Neal, you can have all the burgers you want after a big game like that. <laughs> all, all good. I, I don't know how I missed that. I saw the Saquon film study. I'm going to send you that. Which I thought was great. I did not see the Evan Neal burger Yeah, because I, you know what? I'm going to send you the video because I'm curious about your thoughts on the burger because you actually get a good look oh, do you? at what Evan Neal is eating. Yeah, please send that to me. I'll, uh, I'll rate the burger for you. All right. Here's uh, Mark and Trenton on the fan. Hey, Mark, what's going on, buddy? Mark, are you there? Oh, man, Mark's in a tough spot at work with the Giants-Eagles. I'll put him on hold. See if you guys Why, was his boss a Giant fan or something? I, it seems like it's something like that, yeah. Here's uh, Nick in Morris Plains. Nick, what's going on, Cookie? Hello. La, la, la. How we doing? It great. is a great day. Yeah, it's hey, a great day to be alive, I, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, this, I'm, a, I'm a 26-year-old Giants fan, and I am just basking in the moment of this sweet, sweet win. And I think if we were playing the anyone else other than Philly next week, we'd be a little more like, all right, let's soak up the moment. Let's soak up the moment. But we're playing the Eagles next week in the playoffs in their house. Mm. Oh, uh huh. I yeah, want. I game. mean, you're right. This it's week, just... this week's going to bring out all the Ooh. Philly, New York dislike. Nick, it's what, be awesome. what have you gotten your seats yet? Like, have you planned out your trip to the link? Because I assume you're going, right? I, I. I've been to I've, I'm a I'm a game goer. I go to the games, but I have never been to Philly. Yeah. And I'm really I'm really plus having really it's mad it. expensive though. You made that point earlier. No, I understand that. It's a tough buy if you're I don't care who you are. It is a tough buy to if it's three hundred bucks for standing room seats. What is it to get a seat in the building? Six fifty, seven hundred bucks. It's very expensive. Now yeah. I think there's a chance that maybe it goes down a little bit. 
as we get closer to the game. Yeah. But how often, Craig, do you have a chance to go to Philadelphia for a Giant Eagle playoff game? Uh, you don't. You don't. You don't. Right. So I get it's expensive, but sometimes we got to make decisions. I got to be honest, Evan. For the money it would take for you to go down there, buy a ticket to the game, I'd rather, me personally, you do what you want. For the, I'd rather spend a third of that money, get a nice big ass Traeger barbecue, uh, throw some uh, ribs on that grill, some burgers Craig, and dogs. I'm not have a garage party in my house and let people come over and watch. The I game. am not disputing how yeah. much fun that can be. I just know from experience that when you ask me, hey, Evan. What's your all-time favorite sports moment? You know yeah. what's very close to the top? Jet, Jets Patriots. Being in, being in the building. By the way. Being inside of them as we beat them. 12 years ago today. 12 years ago today. That's right. So all I'm saying as a friend. That was the can't wait game. All I'm saying as a friend to all our listeners who are Giant fans is I understand the negativity. I understand the cost. I understand how brutal those people are. Totally yeah. get it. Yeah. But if, God forbid, the New York Giants go to the link yeah. and Daniel Jones yeah. rushes for a buck 20 and you walk out of that building as a winner, yeah. it will be one of your all-time favorite sports moments. I'm, I'm telling you. I personally would rather have a 50-inch Samsung and a $1,000 Traeger smoker slash grill, which I'll have forever. <laughs> I'm just saying I mean, that's I, me though. I get it. Like I, I'm sure there's that's a, what I can buy. I'm sure there's a lot of people that agree. Matter of fact, Tommy, get me a Traeger, will you? But here's the thing, Craig. You don't know. You weren't in Gillette that day, so you don't even know I don't that. Need to be, I enjoyed that game the same yeah, way you did. It's different. No, it's not. When you watch those losers walk out of their building with that frown on their face, yeah. and you walk around their building and you don't want to leave, like you no. never want to leave. Never you just want to move in. Yeah. You want to live there. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. As a sports fan, all time. It's an all timer. Listen, do it or don't do it, Giant fans. You do whatever you got to do. I'm just telling you. If you have that kind of scratch, special. buy the TV, buy the grill. Buy uh, you know the prime USDA uh, prime A meats or whatever prime it is I don't know what it is, and uh, have ten buddies over. Everybody brings their own uh, booze, and let's make uh, have a little garage party. Yeah, and that's or not basement bad. party. That's not bad. Also, that is a, that makes it. <laughs> and by the way, it's Saturday night. Yeah, everybody sleeps over. Nobody drives nowhere, and you have yourself like a great weekend. Because if they win that game, that's a party that don't end till 4 o'clock in the morning. I get you. Right? Look, it's a very promising thing I'm you just described. I love but it. I also think it's pretty good to go inside their freaking You want to be in the belly. I got it. And stick it to them. But here's the deal. The Giants win, you're there. Then you got to stop drinking in the second quarter. You got to, who's the responsible driver no, here? No, stay over. Stay in this. We got to pack up our stuff. That drive sucks. Stay at home. Put it on a 50-incher. Go put the sausage on the grill. You know what, Let's though? go. When I drove home from Foxborough. some outdoor games, little beanbags. When I drove home from Foxborough that night, I didn't sleep over. Or I drove home from Toronto after winning a game seven. I didn't stay See, that over. That means you weren't drinking and partying and having a good time. Well, I couldn't drink. I was too All nervous. Right. I was too nervous, too nervous to drink to during drink. the game. Can't drink during the game. Nerve, being nervous makes you drink. That's, well... Sometimes, like I did before Game 7 at Spox, I take a shot just to calm the nerves. Yeah. But I can't drink during the game. You have your wife make you jello shots to give out to the boys when you come on. Let's then go. you pass out before the fourth quarter nah, starts. Not if, I mean, listen, you drink, uh, obviously, according to what you can handle. But you come over to my garage, let me tell you something. You got the subwoofers kicking. You got the pregame music. You're triggering it. You're eating sausage. You're living life. So what sounds better? Everybody inside. Big Let's what go. sounds better? What I described or what he described? Well, it's a no-brainer to me. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. tough. 
Cuff my ass. But, uh, yeah. I'd, I'm right. I'd rather in, enjoy the game from the comforts of my own. Wow. Oh my God. That's because you got embarrassed at Fenway. That's, That's why. This it. all goes back to people in Boston. They taunted him on the way out, Craig. That was the well, problem. should have. He was wearing a Yankee jersey. They taunted him, and so that has scarred you so much. That's not true. That you think of going to Philly <laughs> in the exact same light except five times worse. Oh, I have... To be fair, you're painting one picture. I have seen the opposite end of that picture. Leaving the building after a disheartening loss. Yeah, right. Meaning yeah. you it lose sucks. the game, it sucks. Right. And you don't have the 55-inch, you don't no. have the Traeger. You have nothing. Oh, you just go home you to the misery. same sorry crap you had yeah. when you went to Boston yep. so, or Philadelphia. This let time, me just say. If you lose, at least you have the TV for the rest of your life. Let me just say in regards to that, you guys are right. It is a horrific yeah. feeling. All of my <laughs> friends at Samsung get a TV. Right. Yeah. I can't argue that part. God forbid they lose, Although though it sucks. It's an all-timer. Apparently they're on back order because the five Boomer was sending me still haven't gotten to me. Yeah, what uh, happened to that? I think they're on back order. What did he forget about they're you? They're waiting for some chips or something. <laughs> or glass. I don't know what it is. Or maybe Boomer just forgot about me. But that doesn't seem uh, really accurate because he talks about me a lot. So I don't think he's forgotten about me. He just forgot the promise. The five television promise. And he made that promise a while ago. Long a long time ago. I should have TVs in my house, yes. Hmm. I'm still sunk with the 132-inch, but the family seems to enjoy coloring around it and watching sporting events late at night. So are we going to go to the Super Bowl if the Giants win? No. If the Giants win? If the Giants get to the Super Bowl. I don't know why. Why would we? No, I'm asking. Since I, you don't like going to games and you like being at home, I assume yeah. the answer is clearly no. I mean, listen, Hold I'll on. do whatever's good for the show. If the spike tells me get your ass on a plane and go, I'll get my ass on a plane and I'll go. But he hasn't said that yet. All of a sudden, you're a company man who I just do. listens to whatever the boss says. I do what's good for the show and what's good for um, uh, the people that pay me. You tell <laughs> me to go somewhere, I go. You tell me not to go, I don't go. That's how I live, Evan. I'm a company guy. Gotcha. That's it. I respect the people that write my check. Okay. Always have, always will. <laughs> you're right. Whatever you say. We got pretzels coming on Friday. Uh, my buddy uh, reached out to me. I took care of that for you, Tommy. So one less thing you have to do. No Thank worries. you. Appreciate you doing that. My pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, which one is that, though? Hang on one second. It's the uh, Philly Soft Pretzel in Hasbrook Heights. My buddy uh, Scott owns it, and they'll be bringing a whole uh, assortment of uh, pretzels for us. Make sure they put one uh, special box aside with my name on it. You ought to have caviar, multi-vom hands all over my pretzels. Yeah, you know how that goes. So two boxes, one for me, we put to the side, <laughs> goes in my office, doesn't get touched. And then one for you guys wait and the second, show. Wait a That's second, wait a second, yeah. wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Why yeah. would you need a box for you? Yeah. Put aside. Because I'm going to beat those that, pretzels yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That's what, we're not going to be eating them and taking them home. What happened? You're not eating them and taking them home on this week, right? One you're not, box. You're not enjoying an entire box of oh, yeah, Philadelphia yeah. One box pretzels. I'm taking home. No. And one box I'm sharing no. with you guys no. so we can beat the hell out Have of them Have you seen what this man looks like? He's no. going to beat up multiple boxes if no. given the opportunity. You can't enjoy Philadelphia pretzels this week. You can't enjoy anything Philadelphia. We're no, beating no. them up. By making them, by introducing them to stomach acid. Yes. That's that was how the, we're beating That was them the up. point he made. The way yes. he's going to go after Philly is by, like, destroying I'm their food. Right. destroy and those pretzels. And having it through your innards. That's yeah, right. You. you know where that's coming out. <laughs> you know what it's going to look like, he's, too. He's angry eating. I'm going to be like, how you like that, Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> Bold strategy, Cotton. I thought so. I thought so. I was pretty happy with myself. It's a win for everyone. <laughs> right. I get to bring pretzels home, and I get to abuse those pretzels in the name of the New York Giants. That's all. It's a win for everybody except the person unclogging that toilet you're about to make a mess exactly out of. Exactly right. But that's not me. So, <laughs> there's certain things I do, certain things I don't do.
Sorry. I take the garbage out like a beast, though. I'm like the best garbage taker outer I know. Yeah. Like Mike was good at snowblowing. I'm going to take out the garbage. Yeah. Well, congratulations to uh, Mike Francesca. What happened? Who announced his son uh, got into Hamilton College to uh, to play football. Oh, good for him. Wouldn't it be funny if both our kids went there? Would they become <laughs> best of friends? Can you imagine? <laughs> hey, Mike. Little, uh, let's, let's all hop in the station wagon. Let's go. Imagine they were like roommates and BFFs. <laughs> By the way, be Hamilton College expressed some interest in my son for football. Look at that. How about that? See how <laughs> Can you imagine how weird that world is? That's funny. I was telling Lucky that I'm like, this is Jay. You never know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. All jokes aside, it's a great uh, great honor. Nice. And um, uh, I'm, although Mike and I don't get along, that's great that his son got into college. Congratulations. That's awesome. So uh, I'll send uh, my respect out to them. the Francesa family. That's uh, having lived that, understand what that's like. That's a great day for them. I'm sure they're very, very proud of their son, as they should be. Here's uh, Robert in White Plains on the fan. Bobby, good afternoon. How are you? Craigie Evan, how you guys doing? Doing good, kiddo. So, very quickly, two points. Number one, uh, this run, well, so far it's not really a run yet, but just this one game, it's yeah. starting to kind of mirror uh, the run in 2007. You sure. got Eli, who was in his fourth year. Daniel's in his fourth year. We were a wild card. We won the first game against Tampa Bay. Then we played the number one seeded Dallas Cowboys, beat them, and then went on to beat the Packers, who were the number two seed. So it's, it's almost it's almost very eerily similar to 2007. And honestly, if they beat the Eagles, somehow this, this Saturday night, I, I got a feeling the Giants can end up in the Super Bowl. Although I'm not, I'm, I guess I'm, wow. I'm not. How about very that? Optimistic. How about that? The lead? thing that the thing that feels different is that when the Giants made the playoffs in 2007, they were making the playoffs for the third consecutive year. So while maybe you didn't think they were going to win the Super Bowl, you didn't think they were going to win a championship, they had proven over the two previous years with Eli, even though things didn't go well in the playoffs because they lost their first game both years, Carolina and then Philadelphia. They were at least a team that you kind of knew was pretty good. This team is an absolute come-out-of-nowhere team where no one thought yeah, they were going to be yeah. a playoff team. Evan, Evan, I also got to say quickly, um, it's funny. I, I was talking to my, my daughter who goes to Penn State. She's already told me, well, I'm going to try and make the trip to, to uh, Lincoln Saturday yeah. night. I told her, absolutely not. Now, you could mm-hmm. be so isolated, not wearing any Giants, keeping your mouth shut. I can almost guarantee you, that some Yahoo next to you or in your section, unless you're sitting in a suite, going to open their mouth and you and your son are going to get caught in the middle of some haymakers. So I'm telling you right now, it's not the place. You There's know, a reason that the old vet had a jail cell in there. Well, not just that. Don't There's a reason that, that for, for the better part of a decade, and thank you, Bobby, uh, the NFL, and you can look it up, outlawed Eagle Giant 4 o'clock games in Philadelphia. They weren't allowed anymore. So now you have that kind of that um, that renowned Philadelphia crowd having all day Saturday, <laughs> all night Saturday yeah. to liquor up. A Saturday night game in Philadelphia comes with the prerequisite warning. Enter at your own risk. So we're going to have no Giant fans at the link Saturday night. Look, you know, there's going to be some Giant fans there because, you know, the proximity of of the stadiums. Plus, Craig, you have to admit this. 2023 is not 1989. 
Veterans Evan. Stadium is not Lincoln Financial. It field. doesn't matter. It's different. It's not the same. No, it's not. It is. The, it's different. It's you, the same. You think it's exactly the you think same? The people change because the stadium got nicer. No, I think Come those on, that are going about? to the game change. Honestly, we talked about the get-in price. It costs so much freaking that's, money that's to go to the game. Secondary market. If you're an Eagles season ticket holder, I don't mean you're selling your tickets. I think a lot of people are. <laughs> I understand that because of the obvious uptick, you make a lot of money. Like, you could tell when the Mets played the Yankees in the World Series in 2000, and I'll never forget this, experiencing this, those that were at those games were very different than the regular season games. It was like the people that just people that could to, afford the crazy ticket price, And they were right? more, I got to be at the place to be. It's kind of like the garden most days. Right. You're, are you really a diehard, diehard fan? I'm not saying there aren't any, but a majority of the people that show up now are, that's the place to be. Sure. You don't think there's that. more of that today at the link when prices are like that than 1987? I think it's different. I got to it, tell you. Uh, it's, listen, is it 180 is not. Are there less of those kind of hooligans there? Probably. Sure, That's my point. It's different. But there's enough of them. You're asking a – look, by the way, I would say the same thing if the game were here. Jet fans, Giant fans. I know Giant fans consider themselves a little bit more mature than Jet fans. Maybe they are. I don't know. If you give a blue-collar fan base all day to get ready for a playoff game and to drink unfettered all day – and they don't have to work the next day because the game's on Saturday night. You are going to have some problems. No, I get in the theory. The I understand the theory. I just think that you and a lot of our callers are intimidating Giant fans from even considering making this trip. By As if way. it's like, oh my God, you can't go there. It's like you're going to a third world yeah. country. It's I like you're going to a war zone. For SNY, for those of you that may have seen me just uh, spit into the garbage can, my apologies. But I got a little phlegm came up, so I spit it out. At least you weren't vaping in the middle of a playoff you game. You'd think that as I leaned down, they might change the camera. They didn't. But I was not vaping during the camera, during the game. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. I was not vaping during the show. Right. That's what, what, what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't like. Hey, listen, to get through a five-hour Bills Dolphins game, hey, gotta do it. I mean, that game went on. And by the way, to be fair, it didn't feel like it was dragging till it felt like it was dragging. Does that make sense? Well, I think it because when you're looking at the clock, going, yo, the Giants game's gonna start here any second. I think you just hit on it. For us here in New York, we're focused on Giants Vikings. The Bills Dolphin game is like the appetizer, and we figured the appetizer would be quick and painless. Just that's it. Blowouts would be a blowout. Right. And I think most of us wanted it to be a blowout. All of a sudden, it's a closer game. We're excited about Giants, Vikings. We're looking at the clock. 430, let's go. And then you realize at 415, it's still the third quarter. And you're like, oh, crap. Uh, NFL did us right, though. When they announced this game was going to start at 455, I was like, yes. No, it was good. It was a good call. I was so, I was so excited. You know, and the counter-programming. Like, what are you supposed to put on when, when you're waiting, right? You know what they did? You're not going to program against football. Well, what they did is they had the Fox pregame show at 4 o'clock. They extended it. They went to Burkhardt and Olsen, who just BS some more. Right. So, really, it was just them talking more and more about the game. Yeah, which is all. I mean, no one's watching at that point because all of a sudden the Bills-Dolphins game became, uh-oh, Miami might steal this W, right? Of course, they didn't, but it became must-see TV, which is why the NFL is just so great. No matter what they do to try to foobar, they they can't. You can even like, have you the, cannot mess NFL football up. Even when the broadcasters are awful or disinterested, it's still awesome TV. Oh we yeah, still everyone's love it. Uh, killing Al Michaels and Tony Dungy. Like the the thought was that Tony Dungy had no idea what quarter it was, and that Al Michaels showed no enthusiasm 
for the uh, for the way so Jacksonville came back with the last that, field goal to win it. That wasn't my issue. My issue was, and I sent this clip to Big Mac if you haven't. Al Michaels didn't know what was going on. That was my problem. So listen to this. This is right after the Bosa penalty. It's a four-point game. Wait, hold on. Which penalty? The, the penalty. helmet one? Yeah, the, the helmet. one where the referee made himself the story by running after Bosa no, it was to throw a flag after on Jacksonville scored the touchdown. It was before the two-point to conversion. 30-26. Got it. They okay. called a penalty on Bosa, which is half the distance of the goal line, and then a decision was made by Doug Peterson, which he admitted after the game. I decided to go for two because yeah, yeah. we were from the one. Yeah, I'm totally sure on the same page because there right. were two against Bosa. So penalty is called, and now we, as the public... We're watching Jacksonville line up from the one-yard line. I see what's going on. Al Michaels was very confused. So now they're going to go. They're going to line up to go. Well, the ball's at the one-yard yeah. line, so this is not a two-point attempt. Really? Yeah, no, they're going for two. Well, they are, but the... You know, but this, isn't a, this is a really interesting call they're, right they're, now. They're going to win. They're, they're playing for the win on a field goal. <laughs> And I'm like, what the hell is happening? Wow. That was my... So I heard a lot of the criticism of that he's not showing excitement. Whatever. I think every announcer is different. Like, Joe Buck gets criticized for that. That wasn't my issue. My issue was, I'm watching the game. He knows what's going on. And I know what's going on. How come the guys in the booth are definitely confused yeah. by them going for that two? That a lot. There's some games I was watching this weekend where it's obvious what's going on, whether it's a, a penalty call or whatever the case, out of bounds, inbounds, review, whatever it is. And you're like, I'm watching it. And I know a lot of play-by-play guys like to look at the game naked, not through a monitor. I respect that. That's how you do the game. You know, binoculars and all that crap. And I'm like, you have no idea what's going on. Like, there are moments in that Bills-Dolphins game where I was like, the announcer has no idea that the ball just got intercepted. Right. Like, are you not, like, watch the game, Or a timeout was called. I yeah. saw that a couple yeah, times. Yeah, it's like, it's like, that aspect of it. Uh, you should never get it wrong. Well, but Craig, that's see me personally. My issue with Al and Tony was that the idea of oh they weren't showing enough excitement. I think every broadcast team is different, sure. and sometimes the kind of under under screaming or whatever you want to phrase uh, the it, the Pat Summerall understated, let understated. the game breathe kind of deal. Joe right. Buck does it all the time, and I don't have a problem with that. Like Tariko had a great call on the Sam Hubbard play. Yeah, that's he fine. Sure did. So my criticism of Al and Tony wasn't that they weren't excited. It was that they didn't know what the hell was going I, on. I think they got beaten down by being 27 nothing, And Al has been very open about how bad the Thursday night games were largely this year. And how disinterested he became. You're making an awful lot of money to be disinterested, to be fair about it. Nor should you ever share that publicly. And by the time the Chargers made it a game... It seemed like uh, those guys were done. Right, but but when Doug Peterson decided to go for two, to me that is one of the huge moments of the game. Sure That is. in the moment you're dissecting. Because if you don't get it, you're down by four, you need a touchdown. Right. If you do get it, a field goal wins the game. I thought and it, that's what happened. I think we needed like 30 seconds to digest this. Yeah. And the broadcast and didn't know say, what look, was going on. That penalty on Bosa when he's a yard away from being out of bounds now set up this opportunity for Jacksonville to consider right. going for two. And here's the deal, That's folks. a great storyline. If they get it, they're a field goal away from winning, which is what Tony said in a very clunky way. They're going to win the game. No, they're set up to hit a game-winning right. field goal, which is what happened. But if they fail, they got to score a touchdown. Like, huge moment. Yeah. So I think we needed the 15 or 20 seconds to digest it. Instead, you see them lining up, 
and the broadcast crew, as the ball's being snapped, doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. And I'll do you one better. The one playing that game that has not been discussed or talked about anywhere, and I understand why, is the fact that the Chargers missed a 40-yard field goal in that game. Ah, it was huge. And that's when things like, turn, man. It's an afterthought. But you know that's a that's a, that might be the play of the game, no doubt about it. Considering Jacksonville's you know on the way back, and the, the Chargers have a chance to stem the tide a bit and force them to go for a touchdown at some point, right? Changed everything. Dicker the kicker care. missed a forty-yard field goal. Nate Kading fifty-yard earlier. Dicker the kicker. Nate Kading. They all live in Charger Lords tokers. Yeah. Do you think Staley gets canned now or no? It's tough to predict what they're going to do, but I can see it. Yeah, me too. I mean, Especially not only... If, uh, you want to go after one of the two guys that we know are available. Yeah, look, if you have a chance to get a Super Bowl-winning head coach with this franchise quarterback, yeah. I think it's a no-brainer. So it makes a lot of sense. But Sean Payton's admitted, he was public about this, that the Saints are asking for a first-round pick. Yes, they are. That's what they want. So, yeah. and, and by the way, I think Brian Dable is proof of this. You think a good coach is worth a first-round pick? I don't think there's any doubt about I it. I think a good coach is worth, worth multiple first-round picks. Shh, don't say that. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan, WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Some sausage up on the grill, get the Traeger going, put a brisket in that bad boy the night before, and let's get rocking and rolling. Maybe a little uni pizza oven, maybe you're, maybe you're not an uni guy, maybe you go with the solo stuff pie, also a good winner for the uh, for the, uh, the the pregame. Well, I love it. Of course, Evan's more of a... Let me uh, have some chorizo quesadillas and not leave the house. Close. Not go in the driveway Close. and mix it up with the boys. I did have a hamburger and a, a chorizo, like an actual chorizo during yeah. the game. That's what Is I was right? eating. Yeah. Yeah. Went full chorizo. But you don't get along with any of your neighbors, right? You don't have any kind of relationship. No, like with I, love, I love my neighbors. I just like but you have to... no relationship with them. Like, they don't come over for beers. I don't have anybody the, over for The beers. ladies don't get together to talk about the men uh, like got get owns in the middle of the day and then read the books. Not really. A book club action. But when there. there's a big sporting event, I like to kind of just focus. I just like to watch. Yeah, man, you're, you are a special kind of guy in that regard. Thank you. You are the worst guy to actually watch sports with. Hey, well, why would you go from I'm a special guy to I'm the worst no, guy? No, special in a negative way. Oh, it was like negative? If, like if we were uh, watching the Giant game together yesterday, you would not have been 
fun to uh, like to in, to watch the game with. Well, I think I'm fun. I watch the game. I'm focused on the game. Yeah, you focused on the game. There's no like banter. You're I not sent a banter. I sent Big Mac a very funny bantering comment right before the game when it yeah. was delayed. But not I said, game. "Good thing Garrett Cole doesn't play for the New York Giants." I thought See, that was now funny. you're mixing sports metaphors. It's just, the whole thing's crazy. Yeah, you don't like that one? Whole thing is absolutely crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. But you've admitted this about yourself, yeah. and you can never live in the moment. You can't enjoy. A big win to, before you start or going to, all right, who's next? No, no, and I agree. That's, That's something I definitely want to change. That's why yeah, maybe make a today resolution or something. I'm importing wisdom on Giant fans by saying don't overthink the Eagles yet. Don't, especially in the NFL where we have not a full week in this case, but six days. Enjoy this. Think back to yesterday. Think back to all the great that you watched as you put up 31 on Minnesota. Because there's going to come a day, it maybe it's tomorrow, maybe it's Wednesday, where you start to shift the focus to stopping Miles Sanders. Like, well, I get that. I mean, that. not just that. There's no, you're going up against the number one seed. They're the number one seed for a reason. Right. As much as we're going to concoct a way for the Giants to win the game, and it's not that far-fetched, obviously, you're going up against the number one seed. They had a buy for a reason. So if you don't enjoy this for what it is, something you haven't had in 11 years, a playoff win, well, then, you know, you're going to be miserable the whole that's time. That's why today. at some point you're going to lose. That's why today we're still not even 24 hours after this game ended. As a Giant fan, you should still have that smile on your face thinking about yesterday, not fretting how to slow down Jalen Hurts. Because there'll be a time for that. Like today's yeah. still the day of enjoyment that you want a playoff game for the first time in a decade. That's the way I'd look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying that. I'm not even a Giant fan. And the fact that you got the Eagles next, this, this could be like the greatest week of the year. Like, we would have to have Yankees, Phillies, World, no, Mets, Phillies, NLCS for us to get this kind of action. You know, or Knicks, Sixers, round two of the playoffs, something like that. Well, think about this. But this might be the, this might be the best week of the, the year for us. The Mets and the Phillies. This whole year is going to just go downhill from here. Well, that's possible. <laughs> Certainly on the table. The Mets have never, ever played the Philadelphia Phillies in the postseason. The New York Knicks, the team you and most people care more yes, about in yes. this area, haven't had a playoff series against the Sixers since, like, 1989. So while we've had the Yankee-Philly World Series... And we've had plenty of, like, an Islander Flyers series, a Devil Flyers series. The Rangers haven't played them in a while. We haven't had a lot of New York-Philly over the years in certain aspects. Certain Mets-Phillies no. have never happened. In fact, until 07, they were never even in a pennant race in the same season. No, but I do, I do remember, you've read this, you obviously didn't get to see it just based on age. But I'll never forget, in 86, the Mets were looking for the coronation in Philly. I know about this. Yeah, yes. you know about it, obviously. But they I weren't in we a race. Four straight, maybe. They got swept by the Phillies. Yeah. My dad went down. It was a whole thing. Yeah, we're supposed but, to be crowned, and then we had to come back and do it against the Cubs. Yeah, but the reason why I wouldn't uh -huh. even count that is because yeah. it wasn't a pennant race. It was just what day are they going to clinch? Yeah, but still, you, you know want I mean? to do it on Philadelphia turf just to make them eat it. And one other New York Philly thing yes. that I think you're aware of. The New York Jets have never beaten the Philadelphia Eagles. Ever. 0-12. And, and we play them next year, too, Yeah. by the way. In, uh, I think, at MetLife. I think so, yeah. yeah. So that'll be good. So after the Giants knocked them out on Sunday, then the Jets next year can beat them in the regular season. And we can all uh, celebrate that with maybe a ticker tape parade or something. <laughs> like, we used to have ticker tape parades for a lot less. If the Jets ever beat the Eagles, we should just have a parade about it. <laughs> Frank in Scotch Plains is on the fan. Frank, what's good, Hammer? Hey, guys. How are you, man? Listen... Great win, uh, huge Giant fan, but um, regarding Daniel Jones, okay, 
I'm 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 80% sold on him. I, I I think he's the guy, but we should look at this as uh, he put up good numbers, great numbers against the Colts and the Vikings, and then not uh, we're not talking about great defenses there, right? So I think we should calm down. Let's see what he can, what he can do against the Eagles, and if God willing. Wait, wait, wait. Can Eagles, I question you one thing, though? All I'm trying to say is... Yeah, but wait, wait. I want to go back to this. Com- he does against real defense. Right, the Vikings defense is terrible. I get it. T- what, why calm down? He made his first playoff start in his NFL career, and he played awesome. Forget who the opponent was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a team that won 13 games. Forget that for a second. He made his playoff debut yeah. and played arguably one of the best games of his career. I think arguably, I think he played the best. Why game. should a Giant fan calm down for today? They shouldn't. If a Giant fan should be uh, flexing today, because you made the playoffs, you're great, uh, great coaching, and you played the game of your year uh, on the road against a team that, like you said, won 13 games. The Minnesota Vikings were a better team than the Giants all year. And the New York Giants went in there and won a playoff game for the first time in more than a decade. And by the way, let's I say... I slow your roll, not at all. Let's say he gets his ass kicked next weekend. So what? What does that mean? Does that mean you want to throw him to the curb? Does that mean you want to ignore everything that happened this season when he stayed healthy and won a playoff game? Is that what it means? Like, if Daniel Jones, and I don't think this is going to happen, puts together a Jake DeLomian-type postseason performance, he's terrible, he's off, he stinks. Uh, what does that mean? What does that mean? Everything was a fraud? That means we were right for what we said in and, August? And Let me be the first to tell you, we weren't right for what we said in August. I'll raise my hand and admit no, it. You said it. I didn't. No, we all did. I didn't. Look, we could all hide from what we right, we can go, said. That's why there's tapes. You or we can be accountable. honest about what we said. Someone said, I believe in Danny Jones. Yeah, who was that? Me. No, it wasn't. Someone said, I think the Giants are going to be 6-2 and two after 8. Me. Did you say they were in the playoffs? What happened? Did you say they were in the I playoffs? I said they'll be alive Did for the Did you say Daniel Jones would earn a contract extension? Well, Did you say he'd now, go now out? There's different, there's different lengths. No, but that's the point. And depths of what was but said. Craig, no one believed we yeah. would be here. Well, I, I'm, Anyone who claims they did, yeah. they're probably lying to yes, you. Yes, unless there's tapes to back it up. Okay. I agree. Yes. Own it. Or as the Chargers said before, they had the biggest, third biggest collapse of all time. Uh, we're keeping receipts. Yeah, oops. How'd that work out for you guys? <laughs> Sometimes some organizations like the Jets just can't get it right. Whoever in the like the Charger uh, digital office made that hype video, uh, putting out people that took shots at the Chargers, they're up 27 nothing. They're gloating and dancing around the office. They're doing the uh, ring around the rosy like the Kansas City Chiefs. And then all of a sudden, their faces started to drop. <laughs> like, wait a minute, we're not really going to lose this game after we put out that hype video, are we? <laughs> Oops. Yeah, you are. Well, I think the Minnesota Vikings, after they beat the Giants, put out a tweet saying the Minnesota Vikings own New York. We beat the Jets. Ooh, we beat the Bills. That right? We beat the that. Giants. Yeah, they did it right. You got to go back to December 24th. Oh, it happened. Yeah, I'll find the tweet for you. All right, but they were um, they cocky. were having fun. They Little were talking again. about how much they own New York, oh, and to their York. credit in the regular season, they, they did. did. Yeah, but guess what happened on your way to the postseason? Oh, that sucks. You had us, you owned us, and then you let us go. That's right. You wrote us off, but we didn't write back. <laughs> Something stupid like that. Meanwhile, Geno Smith, maybe you don't get strip sack fumble in that game. Maybe say it one more time. 
I said, Geno Smith, maybe you don't allow a strip sack from. Oh, that was brutal, man. Maybe not. What's crazy is that maybe was a, a game. to the ball there and a little different. And Geno made a brilliant pass to DK Metcalf. Sure did. Up in this game, I'm thinking, holy crap. Here we go. This, this is amazing. Niners score a touchdown. They go up by six. But here Seattle is driving. And on third and long, I'm thinking to myself, anything but a turnover. Kick a field goal, three-point game. We have a football game. And what happens, Craig? He steps him in the pocket and gets strip sacked. Oh, my God. Which is, uh, I forget who's doing the game, did a good job about 20 minutes before that saying on a third and long for them. You know, I talked to uh, Pete Carroll before the game. He said, third and long, we're going to be actually very conservative because we're specifically worried about the uh, third and long step up in the pocket strip sack. <laughs> I like it word for word. Yes. Because San Francisco is so good at, you know, waving at the arms and the, and the ball in the pocket. Right. Uh, that they were concerned, they were uh, cognizant of it. And then it happened exactly the way they said they were worried about it. It was awesome, actually. By the way, just to clarify, so the Vikings tweeted, start spreading the news, New York's favorite team, over the city of New York, Statue of Liberty, and then showed 27-24 over the Giants, 27-22 over the Jets, 33-30 over Buffalo. The Giants, after the the game, and the Bills to it, the Giants after the game retweeted it. Uh-oh. And wrote Skull. That's their little dopey chant. Yeah, S-K-O-L-L. Except the they put the L up and bald. Oh, very clever. New so York the Giants, Giants well played. waited in the weeds yeah. for that tweet. They waited. Freezing cold take. And they said, we're going to get you. We're going to stick it down your throat. <laughs> so now what we need to do, because I haven't done this yet, is we've got to go back to the Eagles Twitter account and see, have they mocked the Giants at any point? Because if they did... They could hear about it on about 11.30 on Saturday night. You know, it's funny. I wonder how many New York Giant players are at Madison Square Garden today. Because one of the great things about New York is that when you win, you go to the Garden. And to be fair, Barclays the last couple years as well, knowing that you're going to be celebrated. Yes. Right? Standing ovation. Everyone cheering and happy for you. Matter of fact, last week, I thought I saw a bunch of uh, backup linemen for the Giants Went to either Barclays or the Garden. They were at the Islanders game. Oh, I apologize, UBS. So there you go, because that's what New York offers you. You win a playoff game where you make the playoffs, all the other franchises rally around you. Well, I got a friend who's at the game today in my seats, and I just texted him. Yeah. Give me an update on anything, any, uh, any, oh, I I wrote, are there any Knicks there? That was a stupid comment. You mean Giants? Any Giants there? Yeah, I'm sure there are. (laughs) There's no doubt about it that they're New York Giants. No doubt. And right. I'm sure they would get a raucous ovation. By the way, can unlike I say, when Daniel Jones got booed at Yankee Stadium, let's not ignore that. Uh, let me just you guys can choose thing. to, but you guys booed him. Yeah, that's part of being a fan. Though. Oh, is it? Yeah. You it know how many snaps Daniel Jones took at that point? That's part of being Zero. a fan. No, you guys booed him. Yeah, because nobody wanted. Wait, him. so we boo guys yes. before they've ever played a game for us? Are you new do to you New York? Do you do that? Yeah, I don't do. Big Mac, do you do that? You, you boo guys? You no, boo I personally anybody. do not do that. Of course not. You're not a booer. No, I don't not boo guys before they've played I a mean, game for my Phil team. Sims got booed before he took a snap. It's stupid. It's what we do. Kristaps Porzingis was booed before he ever right. played yeah. a second. So. And yeah, you guys right. were ahead of the curve on that. Yeah, that's right. Thank you very much. Thank you. By the way, we have to acknowledge one thing. Because the way we cover certain guys versus other guys is probably not entirely fair. If Patrick Mahomes... Or Tom Brady even pulled off that behind the back handoff to Breda the way that Danny Jones did 
in his first ever playoff game. <laughs> that was sweet. Like he was smooth and easy. Yeah. And he gained what four or five yards, whatever it was, up the middle, right? Right. On the fake pass to the uh, to the right, and he comes behind his back with the handoff to Breda. We would be talking about that for decades. It was a sweet oh, play. Oh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Danny Jones did it like it was nothing. No, it was good. Right? It was and a four yard game. It was nice. That's a Kafka play. That's <laughs> a Kafka play. That's an old Kansas City Kafka play. He took that out of the old playbook. He's like, I know what Coach Reed would do here. I fake to the right, I hand off behind my back. What? What would you have said about the Kafka play if it didn't work? And let's say Daniel dropped it. He fumbled it. You idiot! <laughs> yeah, something like that. But, yeah, boy, they pulled that off sweet, right? Oh, absolutely. In rhythm. In rhythm. Didn't I Boise like State it. make that, like, popular, like, 10 years yet? ago? Didn't Boise State yeah, pull that off? Yeah, Statue Liberty play. Against yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, I think Boise State did it in a bowl game. Yeah, yeah. it was a bowl yeah, game. That's the deal there. And then the guy proposed to his girlfriend after the game. It was the all in the same did, moment. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This that. one was a little different. It was a four-yard game that set up a third and short. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was Nobody a good was play. Nobody was getting proposed so, to after It was a good play. But, like, it was on a drive where the Giants actually punted. It was one of the weird, rare drives where the Giants didn't score. So as much as we want to be poetic about it, it sort of was irrelevant. He really didn't lead to anything. Yeah, it's still sweet, though. That was Sweet-looking play. I don't know, just a sweet-looking play, that's all. Here's uh, Anthony Manalapin. Anthony, what's good? What's up, Craig? What's up, Evan? What's up? Uh, I wanted to talk about this last caller. Uh, He was kind of doubting Daniel Jones. Uh, I mean, I know he's talking about the Colts game, the Vikings game, where he had a lot of yards, but if you watch him throughout the entire season, that's not who Daniel Jones is. He doesn't put up a lot of stats, maybe rushing yards, but you really have to watch him to see that he's earned a contract for years to come with the Giants. You guys agree with that? No, I agree. That's why I don't think looking at this game against Philly saying, all right, now we're going to find out if he's for real or not. I mean, he just played in his first postseason game on the road, didn't touch the football till they were down a touchdown, and threw nine incompletions, threw for 300 yards, didn't turn the ball over, and made tons of plays with his legs. Like, he gave you this brilliant postseason debut. That's why I can't, you know, kick the ball away and say, oh, let's see what he does next week. As if that's going to disprove everything he did yesterday. Yeah, of course. And then I also wanted to give credit not only to Dable, but also Joe Shane. Uh, I think the biggest playmaker yesterday besides Saquon and Jones was Isaiah Hodgins, who Joe Shane drafted in Buffalo, and they signed him here back in November. And then that last play, uh, the second to last play, the third and eighth, if you guys saw, uh, Cordell Flott broke up that big pass. Yep. And that's another guy they drafted in the third round. I think Joe Shane's been phenomenal. Now, we mentioned we mentioned this earlier. We were talking about two guys. Craig brought up one. I brought up one who were barely on the field yesterday but made huge impacts. Craig mentioned Kenny Galladay. Was only on the field for three or four plays, but it had a big block on a Saquon run. Cordell Flott was on the, on the field yesterday for three snaps but one of which was breaking up that K.J. Osborne play on third down right before the final play of the game. And that's the thing, man. Yep. You got 53 guys on a roster. Sometimes you need each and every one of them I, to come through with a big play. I think the Week 18 game against the Eagles gave uh, the coaching staff uh, the belief that those guys could be on the field in a playoff game and get the job done. Because for Galdez, as we say, it was a block. For Flott, it was uh, a good defensive play. I'm looking at video right now that I didn't see till right now that once the game got wrapped, so Giants know they're going to win fourth and eight, uh, they don't get the first down, and the Giants' sidelines, rightfully so, going crazy, Darius Slayton sitting by himself in his feelings. 
And Saquon Barkley goes over to him to try to pump him up. Hey, man, we won the game. Even after they won? Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. This, um, um, this is fascinating video. Slayton is beside himself, sitting by himself on the bench, knowing that he dropped a third down ball, which might have cost the New York Giants a playoff game. As it turns out, it didn't. So you could say bygones, but I respect the fact that he took it personally, that he let the team down, but they overcame it. And here he is sitting all by himself, and it's Saquon Barkley comes over to him, jubilantly recognizing that Slayton's down, talks to him in his ear, and I guess pumped him back up. Wow. But uh, it's a pretty interesting video I, to watch. I would think he would just be so relieved. He, but I'm sure he is. That them winning the football game sort of takes him off the hook in a but way. But I think in that moment, he's like, I effed up. I cost us. Oh, wait a minute. We won? So I have an update. All there right. are three Giants at the game. They were given a big hand, and they threw a football up into the crowd. Nice. But it's kind of surprising who they are. So it's not Danny Jones, right? Obviously. No. Um, One of the guys of the three I honestly never heard of, and I'm like, wait a second. I, th I think I've heard of everybody on the Giants, yeah. and I realized he's never played a snap for the Giants. Were they uh, practice squad players? Yes. A guy by the name of Terrell Burgess. Okay, Terrell Burgess. Good. Who else? Now, the other guy was Tony Jefferson. Okay. And the other guy with Jason Pinnock, who I think went to the hospital yesterday. So I'm glad he he's did, doing yeah. all right. Well, there's, by the way, if you're a practice squad player uh, sitting courtside at the Garden, good for you. Good for you because you're unheralded. You're not going to get in the game. No, nah, good for them. I agree. You're yeah. enjoying what New York has to but offer. No one good in for the, you. But I would say 96% of that building other than diehard fans, yeah. had yeah. no idea who now, any of those the, guys the were. The Nick game just showed it. The Nick game just I showed just it. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so they the were, like, taking the applause. Up, <laughs> and, like, uh, they were, I like, uh, to do Billy Joel's daughter at the Garden on Friday night, you know, uh, kissing to the crowd and uh, taking applause. Everyone's like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to make fun of these guys, but really. That's By the way, good for them. Like, if you're a practice squad yeah, player, definitely. a little-known player... And you can go sit for free. They got a uh, Nick game, and the crowd uh, gives you an ovation. Good for you. I, I think you got to take advantage of that. That may never come again. But they for probably it. got the loudest ovation of anybody. Meanwhile, most well, people cheering were like, I don't know so what that is. It went like this <laughs> The Garden saw Tracy Morgan, who's there at a lot of Nick games. All right, so you love him. Great comedian, right? Okay, he gets X amount. Then they showed, I know they were with Michael Imperiali. Yes. All right, he gets, you know, Sopranos, and he, uh, okay, we like him. Then they showed John Leguizamo, who's just in that weird movie, The Menu, which everyone dies at the end. Uh, they flambe them all, except for the one girl who's a stranger. She gets a burger to go. She's oh, that's that movie you were telling yeah, me everybody about. everybody else does. Yeah. Um, a weird movie. Uh, and then Why'd you end, give away the end, though? What happened? Why would you give away the end like that? Because uh, if you haven't seen it by now, you're not going to see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. I apologize for giving away the end, but it's a stupid movie. I mean, very casually, it just gave away well, the whole damn thing. He turns the people into homemade s'mores. They all die. He likes them. And one guy gets stabbed earlier. Another guy <sighs> gets whatever. Just a strange, weird, effed up movie. Right. Yeah. Anyway, not worth your time. I I watch it so you don't have to. Oh, thank all you. Right? Yeah. I appreciate it. And that. then the three giants stand up. Everyone's like, "Who's that?" Oh, yeah, they <laughs> won the. They're giants. Yes. Pretty much, that's what took place. Yes, that's, that, that's exactly what just took place. But that's the beauty 
of winning in New York. If you're Daniel Jones and you are probably exhausted, think about it. You t- you got your ass kicked yesterday in a good way. Like you got beat up. I you bet took you a lot Daniel of hits. Jones was at the facility today at seven a.m. He probably was, but yep. wouldn't you also want to relax as much as you possibly can? Yeah, but what you do is I think you get like the uh, the man massage. Like one of the beauties of being a pro athlete when you win, you go to the facility. They have professional, legitimate masseuses mm-hmm. to you know to to help you out. Like, I would want to be a pro athlete just for that. So you would not have gone to the Knicks game today? I would have gone to the facility, gotten like a three-hour massage, a hot shower, you know, had people like doing things (laughs) to me, for me. Yeah. Yeah. I would not have gotten, now you know I love the Knicks. I know you do. That's why I'm thinking, like, but it's still a quick turnaround. You got back. It's 11, 12 o'clock at night. You're tired. I'll tell you what, And then you got an afternoon game the next day. If I beat the Eagles, oh, I'm everywhere. I'm at Carbone. I'm at Tavo. <laughs> I'm at Lavo. Oh yeah, I'm everywhere. Yeah, you be like, well, that Carton gets around. He's at every main place that we <laughs> that's in the city. I go to One Oak. I'm at private clubs. I'm not. I'm here and there and everywhere. They're like, you don't even play. I know, but I, <laughs> I'm on the practice squad, so it counts. Terrell Burgess has been to more Nick games than snaps he's taken as a member of the New York Giants. He's been to more Nick games than our staff. Here's uh, Rob in Staten Island. Rob, what's on your mind there, buddy? Yo, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Good, thank you. What's up? Good. Big game yesterday. Good, uh, big giant fan. I will be home next week watching it with friends and family because when the Giants beat them, unless you're there with a small army, you, you got to expect the possibility you have to fight your way out of there. And if you remember a few years back, uh, Ranger Flyer game, Guy went with his kids. He was a New Jersey State trooper. They stomped him out in front of his kids. They're punks. They always lose. Don't go there unless you're going with 10, 12 guys. I'm with you. I keep telling people, join at home. Like I said, buy a barbecue. Get a big screen TV. Have 30 guys over. Have a good time. By the way, I should mention, I'm not going to say who, but someone just reached out to me uh, with the Giants just to tell you uh, how great a kid Slayton is. Mm -hmm. Took a pay cut in August just to stay with the Giants. Didn't want to go play anywhere else. Uh, uh, and is one of those guys that is first in, last out every single day and is beloved by his teammates. No, I'm sure he is. Now, look, he dropped the ball, you got to catch. He'll be the first to tell you that. But apparently he's a great kid, all-around good guy, and you know, like when a guy like that drops a ball like that, you know, it resonates with the other dudes on the team because he's one of those guys that everybody adores. Yeah, the one thing I was thinking about after that drop, because there were two things that led you to think, holy crap, the Vikings may come back. The drop by him, yep. the bogus roughing the passer on Dexter Lawrence. Lawrence yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, the Giants are going to get the ball back in the worst-case scenario, whether it's an Tied. overtime. Right. Because I never thought for a second, disagree with me if you will, that Kevin O'Connell was going to go for two. If the Vikings scored no, a touchdown. at home, they'd probably go for the tie. They're kicking the extra point. I think point. if you're the Ravens, uh, you go for two. That's different. Yep. But I think if Minnesota had come back and scored a touchdown, the worst-case scenario is you're getting the ball back. And with the new overtime rules, the giant offense is on the field with a real drive, a 1,000%. So Darius Slayton, in the worst-case scenario, was getting back on the field. Yeah. Now, if there was a possibility that that drop is the last time you're on the field because the Vikings score a touchdown and you lose, it's a different story. Yeah. And I think that's what Brian Dable was getting at when he went over to him. And he, he talked about it after the game, how it's a physical mistake. Very different than a mental mistake. Yes. It happens. But that 
We need you. Like you There's you, going to be a chance that the ball is back in yeah. your hands and you can make a big play. Listen, I think coaches, rightfully so, bury players who make mental mistakes because that's why we coach you. A guy dropping a ball, a guy throwing a pass over a guy's head, it's frustrating for sure, but you don't beat a guy up for it. Now, if it happens repeatedly, the guy just doesn't get to play because now he's costing you opportunities. Right. Uh, Darius Slayton has been a good receiver for them this year. He does drop the ball occasionally. Now and then, I suppose, right? But, uh, yeah, I just thought it was a very heartfelt moment when Saquon goes over to him. That's all. Just one of those good moments in sports that you can enjoy because they won. They lose that game. Yeah, Darius Slayton's probably not a giant next year. I mean, we think about Evan Ingram dropping a pass against the Philadelphia Eagles, and unfortunately, that's yeah. his legacy as a giant. Meanwhile, Luckily, he's a rock star in Jacksonville no, who catches everything. That's fine. Good for him. But with the Giants... That's what he's known for. Yeah. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.